Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. This episode has been brought to you by TheDrop.com where culture, fashion, home, and skate meet. Don't forget to apply code here ASAP on orders over $100 before you check out. That is H-E-A-R-A-S-A-P. A-S-A-P. you guys were listening to was abundantly by my boy devon how you doing man i'm doing good how are you Sean? i'm doing great man that was so generic <laughs> we just got finished talking this shit. so abundantly a, a great song we love it i i put this on my playlist and every time i play the track people are always asking me who is that who is that who is that i'm like that's my homie out of Atlanta. i mean you worked with everybody you worked with kanye west you worked with tank you worked with td jakes who else have you worked with over the years israel holden the clark sisters um ted win with ted and sherry out saying with so many different people uh, but i'm i'm grateful um, so i use that as a um kind of pushing point to get me out and to know um, what to do when I got on my own, kind of serving other people and um, serving and watching their vision come into life. You're doing a great job too, man. Who'd you work with on this track? Uh, yeah, me and my boy, Travis Malloy, um, we wrote it together and he produced it. Um, got me that track over and I was just like, yo, um, I think, you know, some ideas that I have in my head will go with this track. And he just said, man, just come over, let's do it. And that's what happened. Have you worked with Travis before? No, me and Travis never worked together um, before. Um, I always admired his work. He's an excellent and like he's so dope. Um, I've always admired his work. Uh, but we, during this pandemic, we, you know, we became closer. Um, just sent each other at different events and just said, hey, um, Devon, you should do something. I was like, do something like what? He's just like, you put out something for your birthday. And I was like, okay. And um, I sort of went in and I thought I was going to be doing an R&B song because I was kind of over the gospel scene. Um, but of course, that isn't what happened. The lyrics that I put to the, when I started putting my pen to the paper, the lyrics just totally turned out like this. <laughs> That's funny you said that because that does sound like a <laughs> an after 10 p.m. playlist. <laughs> I mean, that's what it's on. Yeah. But we're going to circle back to that. I want to know more about the bones and the process yeah. of working with Travis and Abundantly. 
you went into the studio, you guys were about to do an R&B track, and you ended up writing this spiritual gospel-influenced-led track yeah. that we love. And so, like, what, did the Holy Spirit come over you in the, in the studio? Did you, you know, were you having a moment? Was something on your mind? How did that, how did that transpire? How did you put the pen to paper? come up with these I, I would definitely say I was having a moment because um, God immediately had to check me because um, sometimes you can run away from what you're calling and your purpose is because the weight of the of the mantle that's been placed on your life sometimes you just don't want to do it but you have to understand that right. what God is giving you is obviously to help the kingdom and to um, it's not necessarily for you it's for to you know, to bless others because the word of the Lord says people will overcome by the blood of the lamb, number one, and the words of their testimony. So if people, if I can't be bold enough to tell people my story, that I'm a believer in Jesus Christ and that I love him openly, um, I, I don't want him to be ashamed of me when I get to heaven saying, hey, you was ashamed of me when I told you to tell these people about me when I, when you, you was down on earth. So I, I, I know that I have um a different place and i don't want to say it's not on um a church stage because i i've still graced church stages all the time but when i say a ch church stage right. or a church platform i'm talking about reaching the people that are lost that will never step foot into the church and they can use this song as like um because what this is, all music is, gospel music is, is the good news. So it's the preached word in song. So I kind of take this seriously. So if people hear my song, you know, my, my testimony, my love for God. So I change it into a love song to God and letting people know that by loving God, you can definitely live life. And like, like the scripture says, the thief comes to steal, kill and destroy. But I come to give you life and that more abundant. So that's scripture. You don't hear preaching. <laughs> so that's what scripture stuck out to me when I was writing the, the song. And I just said, God, I'm going to make this a love song to you. It's pretty deep. And what you're mentioning is coincide with the sound of the song, because the first time I've heard abundantly, I was like, okay, so I, you know, I purchased the song. It was 99 cent Apple iTunes. So you guys listening, drop down in the description and make sure you spin your 99 cent. <laughs> but anyway, so like I'm listening to the song I purchased the song. I didn't listen to it immediately. I like when I when I get into music, especially people I know, I like it to sneak up on me. I don't like to just listen to it right away because I don't want to have a biased opinion of the emotion of supporting a friend. You see what I'm saying? So like I'll throw it like in a playlist. I know that Devon sings, so Devon is a singer, so this is going to go on the R&B playlist or the gospel playlist or the rap playlist. You know, I kind of know the just of what you do. So when I heard the song initially, I didn't know, well, I recognized your voice, but I thought it was a real like sensual after 10 PM playlist track. And then when I circled back and listened to it and got into the lyrics, I'm like, oh, he's singing about Lord Jesus. You know, this is a, but the sound of the song sonically, it sounds like an R&B song. So that shout out to you and Travis for that, because I would have never known just you know listening to it that it was a, and I, I grew up catholic yeah so my ears ring a little bit differently when it comes to the gospel music i don't you know i'm not a traditional um 
you know, Catholic church is very quiet. <laughs> you know what I mean? So me just listening to the, the, the song, I, the furthest thing was that it was a gospel song. Then you listen to the lyrics and I'm like, oh shit, this is like contemporary Christian. Like he's talking about, you know, was that intentional or? Yes, like, it, it was, was definitely it? intentional because going back to um, what I was saying that, and you know, God has placed me in this strategic place in this time period that I touch many people that are, aren't believers, but are, or they could be believers, but just don't subscribe to religion or what I've been accustomed to growing up in the church of God in Christ and people shouting and stuff like that. So I had to get to know him for myself to, to know what my purpose and my destiny was. And that was, um, to be honest with you, I was downstairs sweeping my, um, sweeping the floor and, you know, in a corner where it's kind of hard for the broom to get in the corner. Cause it's like straight, but you're trying to get some dirt out the corner. And God right. immediately said, those are the people who I want you to minister to. And I was like, like what? And I heard it like so clearly. And he's, the stuff like that dirt that you can't get out that corner. Those are the people who I want you to minister to people that's been church hurt, people that won't ever come into the church. Um, who, church hurt. Yeah. Wow. Or people that Christians or say that they so, they're so far gone that they can't be saved. So those are the people I have a mandate to talk to minister to. And it's it's really basic principle because God wanted us to go out and be a light to people. But a lot of church people stay in the four walls. And if the church is supposed to be the light, why are we all staying in the four walls when we're when they're all light? God went into the dark places to be light. So I don't mind going into, quote unquote, the dark places to be light. So what I've heard growing up is, you know, I can be a light, but then you want to tell me where to be a light. It doesn't work like that. You know, again, you have a gift. I told you this offline. You have a gift. I was pouring my heart out, <laughs> sharing something personal right. about myself offline to you, not realizing it. And, you know, so you have a gift. You, you definitely have a gift vocally singing and a talent and you got a gift to just listen and the ability for people to just open up to you. And I mean, you preaching the word right here. It seems to me that you would reach people more with the song and the sound that you kind of went for. And it seems that you, most gospel artists are Christian contemporary artists are people who make Christian music, whatever we're calling it, because there's 10 different genres, 20, a hundred different genres of Christian exactly. music. It seems to me that they, that's the type of music that they would want to make to get people who are not in the church to come to the church or build a relationship with the Lord, you know, their higher power, whoever they pray and worship. It seems that they would want to make more songs and music sonically like Abundantly. Well, the thing is, every, I mean, a lot of people can make a song like Abundantly, but would it be received as being their authentic self? Because I can go out and hang with my homies and fit in in that in that place compared to someone that should wear bow ties and tight suits and stuff like that and try they'll look awkward it'll be awkward it's not genuine so people can people pick up on if something is coming from a pure place i like i said i've been i've been gifted and blessed to be able to look a certain way um and it's no slight that you know a lot of 
church men, you know, can't go out into the world and kind of like minister to men that are drug dealers, men that have a lot of money because they'll, they'll be like, no, I don't want to turn into that. <laughs> I don't, I don't want to turn right. into that. Like you wanted me to be saved and turn into being somebody like you? No. But if they see <laughs> somebody like me that can wear a fitted hat, that can wear um, the, the latest urban clothes and wear it well and be like oh he's dope but i still whenever go when i'm going somewhere i still lift up lift up a standard of what a believer is and people can see that and that's what that's where i feel i draw um i draw people in and being and being relatable to every circumstance that you know people you know, or accustomed to. And it reflects in your music. It definitely reflects in the song. You mentioned too, as you and Travis were in the studio cooking this up, that it, you know, it came from a place that you were going through something. Are you able to share what you were oh. going through at the time that inspired oh, this? Yeah, most definitely. Um, I was going through kind of like losing, I, I want to say losing my faith, but not really losing my faith. Um, because I was touring with um, Kanye West in 2019. Um, right. And, you know, I, I was good. I was um, making money. I was doing what I love to do with it. With- wait, wait, wait. So Kanye West paid you. We was, I'm going to get to that. <laughs> I was going to get to that. Actually, t- tell, tell your story. My bad. Okay. My bad. <laughs> um, so basically, you know, I was, I was living you know, life like I thought I was supposed to be living. Like, God, thank you. I'm working in my passion, which is music and singing, and I'm getting paid for it, which is, you know, ultimately what most artists want to do um, is to live in, you know, and, and, and live good, doing what they're, they feel that they're called on the earth to do. And then this COVID thing happened. I had quit my job to do what I, you know, I felt that I was called to do. And so here I am, you know, jobless, can't sing, people not hiring in COVID, um, saying, God, like, I know this is not about to happen. And I just felt like a spirit of lack started to kind of seep in in my mind saying, oh, you're not going to have this. You're not going to have that. How are you going to pay your mortgage? How are you going to pay your car note? Blah, 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 blah. But God sustained me through every single month that I sat here in the bed. I still was, you know, saying, hey, this is, I still kept faith. Like, God, you, your credit has been good with me. You've never let me fail. You've never let me been past due on any of my bills. So I'm trusting you. I can't minister to someone to say you're my Jehovah Jireh, my, which is my provider. And I've never needed you as a provider. So you have to, you have right. to really teach me that. So that's why I came up with um, abundantly and knowing that abundantly doesn't necessarily have to do with just money. It has to do with wealth with a lot of people, you know, kind of confuse the two wealth in your emotions, wealth and physically, um, mentally, having, you know, the mental capacity and, you know, mental wholeness and wellness, um, family structure, relationships, friendships. Um, to me, that's living an abundant life. Um, wow. Not just having money. People, like, 
always want to equate living abundantly with just money. And that's, that's not necessarily true. So that's where I came up with the concept of abundance. Wow, that's pretty deep. And that just came over you in the studio. You know, you didn't go to the studio with the song written no, already or prepared I already. Not. I did not. How long was the process between you and Travis pen to paper to record? What was that process sure. like? Sure. Um, it was totally about two hours to get the concept. He played the track and he was just like, okay, just vibe. Like, okay, what you, what you thinking? And he said, so what, what do you have on your heart? I'm, so, I'm just grateful. I'm just grateful to be here. I'm grateful that God has brought me to this place in my life that he sustained me. So I was just like, I'm grateful for the love you give. A sacrifice now I can live. And then he said, yo, get up and do that. And I was like, those are just words. He was like, no, you're going to sing it this time. And that's what I did. Um, and I always... Wait, you so you was in there freestyling? Basically. And then <laughs> after each time he would come back and say you know what do you have on your heart and i was just like i'm like in awe of what god has done for my life so i'm like i can't believe you love me this way and then it's, i'm like how can i repay god i'm like i can't repay him i mean he's the he's god i can't repay him if i had ten thousand tongues it would be it wouldn't be enough to praise his name if i had ten thousand hands it wouldn't be enough to lift his name high so I, instead of saying, I'm going to repay you, I said, I posed a question. Um, I dedicate my life. How else can I repay? Because that's what he wants, your life. So then, yeah, that's how, you know, the words were birthed. So we put it together. I'm grateful for the love you give. A sacrifice now I can live. Um, can't believe you love me this way. Dedicate my life. How else can I repay? And in my mind, I was just like, okay, well now we got to come up with a second verse. And Travis was like, no, I think we, we need to take it back. Like, kind of give it like a spin, like a new school of what Beyonce's doing. Like a singing, rapping. Singing, rapping. Like, I, I was like, oh yeah, she is doing that. So we came in, you are the risen savior. That's the creator. Wow. And, uh, and that's how, yeah, hey, yeah, hey. Yeah, and that's how we, and that's how I came up. It was is it took us like an hour and a half, really, an hour and a half. Wow, that's pretty dope. So that was very organic. Yes. That was that was the spirit. You know what I mean? That was nothing but the spirit. Great song. You know what I mean? And just listening to the track, I know that you and Travis got a chemistry. Yeah, sure. that, you know, it's going to bless us with more music in the yes. future. Tell us about your influences, though, growing up. Oh, um, I've all, I always listened to um, Johnny Gill. <laughs> yeah, Johnny Gill was dope. <laughs> Freddie Jackson was dope. Michael Jackson was dope. Uh, Marvin Winans. Um, um, who else did I listen to growing up? Daryl Coley was the GOAT. Like, Daryl Coley, I would listen to this man from sunup to sundown. Um, if you don't know him, like Sean, you need to look him up. He's great. That's a gospel, a gospel singer. singer. And he, his tone, his choice, his placement, it, it, he was intentional about where he did a run, where he didn't do a run. It, it was just so impactful, um, his singing. Give us a Coley run. Oh, uh, I can't do a Coley run. It, 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 <laughs> it was, he's so dope. Like, he's the person that sang When Sunday Comes. Jesus for me, yes, I. For me. Yeah. Let me 
Give us a Devon Baker run real quick. Uh, oh, God. <laughs> you made a way. You saved the day. Mine is more smooth. I'm a, like a mellow type of. Well, I told you, you know, offline, you know, you got a gift of you just listening and you're easy to talk to. You're talented. You can sing. Um, You kind of need to open up first. Baptist Church of Devon Baker, <laughs> like, because <laughs> you you got it, man, you got it. We'll, we'll save that for the end of the episode because I, I, I want to know about this church because you got a gift. foreseeable future, but you know, I am, you, I you am got a church. gift, man. You don't hear preaching. You are okay. I, I I rock with that too, but you don't hear preaching. You know what I mean? Um, you need to lend your voice to that too. We'll talk about that yeah. offline though. But so so, what more mainstream <laughs> influences? Besides Johnny Gill, because I heard you at the end of Abundantly go, my, my, my. And I'm like, oh, yeah, hold up. <laughs> More of that, though, like mainstream influence. Um, definitely. Like, you know. um, I listen to Tank all the time. I listen to Chris Brown. I listen to Usher. I listen to um, Dunny Hathaway. Um, um, Stevie Wonder, Sam Cooke, Al Green. Um, those men have been. Wow. Shape. You know, Michael Jackson, you know, Michael Jackson can really, really, really sit. If people didn't like, didn't know, he can really say. <laughs> um, That's funny you said that too because I was listening to the other day. I was listening to. <laughs> I love Michael. I love the Jacksons. I was listening to Jam. You remember that song, Jam, yeah, Jam. right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but is that is that singing? I mean, it, it it's a type of. Or is that Michael Jackson? That's just Michael Jackson yeah, that, being that, Michael that's Jackson. Him. That's it. Ain't too much for me to jam. The verses though, it was he was like whispering almost. That's a that's a type of singing. That's a type of singing. Okay, because I was like, is this really singing? Yeah. They, now Michael could yeah. sing, but, but certain, he, certain, he he was playing beats that you go like I can't get a song like a techno beat and be like if it. If somebody give me a song like a go-go beat, I can't be like, uh, and it was stuff in the background. I'll be wanting to be like, uh, it got to match with the beat. Otherwise, it would be wow. I could spend an hour talking to you about Michael Jackson and Janet Jackson oh, yeah. and yeah. the vocal abilities and shit, art and stuff. Yeah. Could you imagine <laughs> Janet Jackson out. trying to really sing? Rhythm Nation. We are a part of a rhythm nation. No, it got you got to hit it like we are a part of a rhythm nation. Let's go. No, no, it wouldn't be as effective. I get it. You got to follow the production. Yeah. Um, so I I completely get it. And it's interesting that you bring up the Jacksons because we okay we know Michael Jackson can yeah. sing. We've his whole life, we know he is one of the greatest entertainers and performers of all time, but vocals of all time, Michael Jackson. We know that. That's not debatable. People always kind of talk mess about Janet Jackson and her vocal ability, but I think she sings. But so the point I'm trying to make here is interesting that you kind of, you know, you come from the church, you have an amazing voice, and that you recognize their vocal ability and that they both could sing because yeah. people think especially a lot of us black people we think you got to be loud and have this powerful husky 
Jasmine Sullivan or Whitney Houston type of voice to really sing. Janet doesn't have that. Janet sings really low and really soft, but she can sing really well to me. You have to be, it, it takes, it, uh, I, know, I, don't, I can't speak for anybody else, but it took me some time to um, be affirmed in my gift and just what God gave me. Because watching up and growing and looking at people on stage, you always try to compare yourself. And that's the worst kill. Comparison kills. It c- kills comp- your confidence and everything. Like, I can be in, in church and say, oh, my God, I can't sing like that. Like, God, why would you want me to sing? <laughs> and, he, you know, again, he gave you just enough. And you're the blueprint, your own blueprint, your own identity for do, to do what you were supposed to be to do in the kingdom and on the earth also knowing your range and yeah. knowing your music and knowing your audience and your tone and your ability is a thing as well too and a lot of people don't have that's a gift in itself knowing what you could do and knowing your lane yeah. but people could sing but make terrible music this is a whole other episode yeah. <laughs> and i'm going to sing something offline about janet jackson i want you to hear her because i got a nice video of her singing but anyway you obviously grew up in the church you come from the church you were able to listen to you know quote-unquote secular music did you have to sneak and listen well, to it? i was raised by my grandmother i didn't have to sneak and listen to it she she allowed us the liberty to do what we wanted to do but we knew where she she stood she laid that foundation like my grandmother laid on her face every day and played and prayed for me and i and i Looking back on that, I'm so grateful for that because her prayers are still like covering me and keeping me and being answered. Um, because she was an intercessor, like she stood before God and laid on her face to pray for her children, her grandchildren. Um, so we, I was always let wanted to be spiritual like her, like God. I want to know the God that she served by for myself, right. not because I was born into it. I need to know this guy for myself so I can be able to properly relay the, that and be authentic in the relationship if I want to bring others to Christ. And your grandmother, she's no longer with she us. She is no longer with us. Oh. Um, the 23rd of December made two years. Wow. Yeah. That's, and, but her spirit and her influence and her love, you still feel it. And, Every and day. Obviously, the foundation that she, she laid. Is still within you. So shout out to Granny. Granny's still here yes. with us. And what area are you from? I am originally from Dallas, Texas. You grew up in the mean streets the of Dallas. Mean streets Texas. of Dallas. Oak Cliff in the building. Oak Cliff. Right. So, and how long have you been singing? I have been singing since I was about four years old. Oh wow! So you've been singing since you were four years old. You was singing in church. Yes. In church with my grandma. And how long have you been singing professionally? Professionally, um, my first real gig. Um, that I was getting real, real money for when um, I can say I was about 15 years old uh, when I started traveling with Bishop T.D. Jakes um, when he started the Potter's House in Dallas, Texas. He moved um, wow. to from West Virginia to Texas and opened up the Potter's House. And um, I auditioned for the choir. I still remember my number. I, I, it was just like, I'm Devon Baker and I'm... Uh, Auditioner one one zero one. So yeah, I joined the choir, and then ultimately I joined the praise team. Then ultimately after that, I started traveling with Woman That Are Loose to Manpower to different cities, 
Um, and that's why when when Woman Dar Loose was here, I fell in love with Atlanta. And I told him, I said, yo, I'm, I'm moving to Atlanta. <laughs> How long have you been in Atlanta? I have been in Atlanta for 20 years. Oh, wow. Okay, okay. And that's pretty cool that you kind of came up with T.D. Jakes because I know that name. Everybody yeah, knows yeah, T.D. Yeah. Jakes. He's one of the greatest to do it. You know what I mean? He is so phenomenal. He's so he knows how to rightly divide the word of truth, make it practical for people. You know that are unchurched and church alike. That's why. That's what I needed. So I ultimately left my grandmother's church and my mother's church because to me it was just traditional church. I wasn't really learning anything, um, and I always been an independent kind of thinker and an independent person. So I left. And started going to church myself, um, by myself, and uh, um, at Bishop T.D. Jakes Church. And where does your mother fall into all this? Uh, you were raised by your I was grandmother. Raised by, me and my mother, we have this relationship. We're more so like brothers and sisters. She had me when she was 17. Um, so <clears throat> I was raised by my grandmother. Um, of course, my mother was there as well, but I was mostly raised by my grandmother. Um, me and my mother had some, some issues growing up because again I was very I was a very independent guy growing up. And if my you know, my father was killed when I was in the first grade. So I kind of was angry. I grew up with anger issues. Um I was also after that I was also molested by family members. Um so I grew up with, you know, angry. Trauma. Trauma. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um so anytime my mom brought another man around, um it would make me upset um, because, because right. I knew the intention. How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volure XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. 
millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Um, behind it wasn't it, it wasn't it wasn't good. So I, me and her wouldn't see the eye to eye, and I would leave. I would go back over my grandmother's house. Like, I, you know, grandma, big mama, I'm not staying over there. I can't do it. Can't do it. So you know, we lost time with that, but we're we're cool now. We're actually. Um, I had a conversation heart to heart with her about two months ago, actually, because sometimes it takes tilling the soil, like, and speaking about what happened to you that long ago that can possibly affect you. So part of this abundantly living and living abundantly, I said, you know, I got to get things off of my chest with her. So, um, we're we're now in a better place than we've been before, and um, I'm grateful for that. Is your mother in the Dallas area yes, still? I am the only one that's in Atlanta. Everybody, all of my family is still in Dallas. Besides faith, you said something that kind of I didn't know about, and I don't think our listeners knew about either. You stated that you were molested, yes. and for you to be that transparent and you know publicly say that. You know, black men, we don't talk about yeah. stuff like that. We sweep it under the rug and, you know, we exercise that trauma, not with therapy or not with faith and not with conversation, but we exercise that therapy with, you know, gang violence and, yeah. you know, drugs and, you know, kids everywhere. And yeah. How how were you, besides your faith and besides, you know, your grandmother, how were you able to overcome, like, what was a tool you used? to be so transparent and be able to talk about that and to not overcome it. Cause I don't think that's something you overcome, but how are you able to, how, how are you able to talk about it? Uh, you know. Well, I, I'm in this place of being bold enough to, uh, we we're in this era of um, talking about mental illness. And I grew up where it, you didn't really hear mental illness. The only you, people say you're crazy or, you know, or something like that, or just pray about it. <laughs> um, and right. people need therapy. People need healing. People need assistance with talking things in a rational manner with someone, with a professional and licensed counselor. Um, and I'm an advocate for that. Um, but I turned to violence when I was young. Um, Oh yeah, wow! I, I was in the streets. I, I, I've, I used to be in cliques and gangs, the one to start a fight and definitely finish a fight. Um, people know, like my brothers wouldn't go out with me because it was like, "Yo, you, you fight too much, man. We're not, we're not, we're not doing." It. Uh, wow. Yeah, I have. I had to get ten staples in my head um, because I was cut with a box cutter because I was fighting like three people. Um, I still won though, by the way, just one for that. Yeah. So I had to overcome that by turning my life to God and saying, God, I know 
this was all in the the process of knowing that God had his hand on me, but still running from what I didn't want to be. Um, yeah, so I just used, the, the Bible says, all things work together for good. The good, the bad, the ugly. Now I can use my testimony to help somebody else, to help somebody young that's going, maybe going through the same thing. Um, help somebody younger um, and asking them like, yo, is somebody touching you? You can tell me because I've been through the same thing. You are, you should say something. Um, Yeah. Because you just don't know how it can, it can affect your emotions, your relationships. um, And, you know, you acting out and, and, you know, I could have died that night when somebody hit, uh, cut me, cut my head, my skull with a Right. You know, because there was trauma that I didn't wow. want to deal with, and I was just taking it out on, you know, and out, the yeah, streets. The streets. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's pretty powerful, man. And listeners, you know, any trauma with me and my trauma, and I'm pretty sure Devon would agree with me. The more you talk about it, the easier it okay. is to to deal with, and you know, use it as a positive tool to help yeah. others. You yeah. know what I mean? And I'm pretty sure you would say that music and your uh, God-given talent and your ability to create has helped you, you know, through the traumas and, you know, the relationships in your life. Is Would that be yes, accurate? Yes, definitely. Mm-hmm. It's pretty, definitely. It's pretty yeah. dope, man. It's pretty dope. Thank you for sharing that, too, because that caught me off guard. No, it's, it's cool. <laughs> Back to the people you worked with. Besides Kanye West, who who did you enjoy working with? Besides- um. I really enjoy, I always love working with Bishop Jakes, but Kanye, um, to be honest with you, that is the most enjoyable gig that I've ever had to date. Um, yeah, I was able to. Why was it so enjoyable? What made it different than anything else? The process, else? Um, um, it pushed me vocally, then I didn't know that I need to be pushed. Um, it, it, I got to you know, go around the world singing and watching people that have never came to church, but they thought they was going to see Kanye, but he introduced them to the Sunday service choir and to Jesus. Um, So I know he has his stuff going on, but at the end of the day, I know that in in that realm, he he was a vessel that God was ultimately using um, to make his name greater um on the earth and p- especially for people that didn't know about him um it was chinese people um muslim people coming to to our concerts and and wanting to now know who jesus is um because the scripture says you do you plant the seed and i'll do the increase so what he was doing is just planting the seed and god so what you're saying is that there was an increase in church attendance and Jesus attendance because of Kanye no, West? No, not, because not, I did- not, not physically. You plant the seed. If you plant my name and you say, and people start wondering like, who is Jesus? Who is this God he's talking about? God would then start to convict them and deal with them emotionally in their emotions and their time and, you know, and start to tug on their heart to say, learn about me, 
you see what this is, it can be enjoyable to constant, you know, a life you can live life, you know, because we have this misconception that being a Christian is boring or living for, for God is boring. And that's totally not true. So that's why that's why the scripture said, if you plant the seed, I'll do the increase. So if you if you plant the seed, God will do the watering on that seed. You said we we're just singing about Jesus. He said that's your job. You just do you just open the door and I and I'll pull them in. You didn't feel bad about you know Kanye West is the Trump supporter. Kanye West is that you know he was very vocal about his support for Trump, which to me is against goes against everything that we learn about you know Jesus, the Bible, Christianity. Mm-hmm. You weren't, that didn't make you feel a certain type of way. That wasn't, because I was looking when you was working with Kanye West. I was like, what is this guy doing? What is Devon Lamont Baker doing? Like, that that was that was wild to me. And I know a lot of people that did that with Kanye West. Somebody that, um you know, we know was a part of the Sunday service as well. And he told me straight up, I'm just getting the bag, man. And I respected him for yeah. saying that because I'm like, okay, at least he's not trying to make it more than what it is or what it's not. Yeah. You know, then I'm speaking to you and you are very, um, it, I, I mean, I understand your angle and I understand, I, I wouldn't even call it angle. That sounds dismissive. I understand exactly what you're saying. You know, the word is God is planting a seed and it's up to the listener or who, who cares about the, you know, the person who's delivering the message. It's what you do with the message exactly. after you get the exactly. message. You know, so I completely get that, but like the circus that's behind that, that didn't sway you from, you know. Here's my thought process: cash in a check. <laughs> my, my, I ask people in corporate America all the time, and I'm I'm working a corporate job now again. Now I know my CEO voted for Trump. Am I going to walk out of my job? He's paying me every every week, every two weeks. Okay. I'm not just that Kanye was my boss and he was paying me. You accepted the position knowing that this man was quote unquote anti black and a Trump supporter. That still doesn't sway. That still didn't. I I, I feel that if I'm going in under the right pretense, a lot of people, you know, say it's a bag. It's a good, it was a good, it was a good bag. Um, And we're using, and we're using our talent. But a lot of people, you know, I feel that because his life is magnified, is under a magnifying glass, we're looking at it differently. Because if someone was to expose what I was still doing while I was still singing for God and traveling and doing all that stuff, I would be, people would look at me crazy too. So I always say you got eight skeletons in your closet. I got aliens in my basement. So I can't jump. That was a barb. First Baptist Church of Devon <laughs> Baker. <laughs> Repeat that again. Repeat that again. If you, you got skeletons in your closet. I got aliens in my basement. <laughs> okay, I'm a trademark that. Okay. Uh, I, yeah, that's how, that's how I feel. Can, I, I don't try to judge people because I don't have a heaven or hell to people put people in. We do a lot. Of, we do enough judging as black people on people that's been oppressed in our own community. We oppress so many other kind of pe- people. So I try my best not to. I, I agree with you. Everything you're saying is you got a gift. 
for a gift of gab. <laughs> you know what I mean? So everything you're saying is is correct. You know what I mean? I, I agree with you. But I mean, if Donald Trump knocked on your door and said, I want you to join my church, would you don't join the church? Why, why? So why Kanye, not Donald Trump? I think Kanye is possibly worse than Donald Trump. Donald Trump did more damage than Kanye. But like, you know, we know Donald Trump. We know what he is capable of doing. We don't have to expect too much from, you know, people who don't look like us. That broke my heart seeing him carry on like that and act that way. So why why pick Kanye? And okay, I guess I'm answering my question. You're going to go with your brother before you go with someone who, okay, whatever. But and, what did your people say to you when you, it, wait, say that Yeah, again? and it's a lot of other different factors that, you know, it was an opportunity for me to, you know, the Bible says, I'll make your name great amongst men. And so I was using it as that opportunity to, to learn um, because we can't take away his talent. He's a great producer. He's a great um, writer. One of the best. Yeah. yeah. So I, I, I'm looking at that as an opportunity. Trump, I don't, I don't see any talent in Trump at all. So I wouldn't even, I would look at him like, what? Like, for what? Um, right. But if he would have cast me on The Apprentice, I would say yes, because it's an opportunity. <laughs> okay. I mean. You're good at this. You're good at. You've been doing this since you were four. So, <laughs> I looked at it as uh, as an opportunity and an open door for something bigger than what for for my life, rather than just looking at Kanye. What was the coolest part of the Kanye West experience? Um, I mean, you said that you you mentioned you know it pushed you vocal your vocal ability and you were able to travel. What but like what else? Like tell us something we don't. Um, the, the writing process of, and the learning process of those songs that we would, um, he would bring in and say, Hey, I want you guys to rewrite this song and make it, you know, make it about Jesus. So I don't, you know, a song like, I don't want to be, be without you, be without you into, I don't want to live, live without you, live without you. I don't want to live, <laughs> go without you, go without you. I can't live. Uh, yeah, yeah, it's different. That gave his life, sacrificed, made agreement, and vowed that we will always be together, do whatever. He said that no one ever came between us, and his love will never leave us. There was a, there was a while ago. Oh, you said, he, I mean, it wasn't just the hook. It was a whole song that we turned into a song about God, and it was dope. Most times when you see, yeah. see people trying to turn R&B songs into, like, inspirational gospel song it'd be weird and awkward and whack but it it, it wasn't it, it was it was it was it was amazing it was amazing for us to be um singing um genuine so anxious <laughs> <laughs> turning it into a spiritual song that, that i'm you're laughing because it was silly yeah yeah but when you sang it it did the job on time, every time, always there. Said you never leave us nor forsake us. So we stand on your word. Brought us out of darkness <laughs> into your light. By your power, we're set free. <laughs> it, it was dope. <laughs> I mean, I mean, it is dope. When I first heard it, when I first heard it, I was like, what? <laughs> 
is are they really doing yeah. it? I mean, I get it, but it's just like, come on. I I guess my heart, my my, and I guess this is everybody's problem with it. The just the the things that come with the Kardashian and Westland. Exactly. Yeah. I, you know what I mean? Um, and we have to have the ability to separate. I mean, okay, so this is another argument. Like, can we separate the antics from the art? You know, where do we, who do we pick and choose that? And this is a whole other conversation because I could go into the hard Kelly too, but it's completely different. You can't put pedophilia with, you know, a mental health breakdown perhaps. But did you have any experiences with Kanye and the Kardashians or any of them, any personal experience rather than professional? I mean, he would attend um, rehearsals almost every Saturday. The kids will be there um, running around. Um, Kim would be there almost every Sunday service. Um, Sometimes Chris would be there. Sometimes Kim and Chloe, you would see the most. Um, I never seen Kyle. Would you? (laughs) Wait, you never seen who? You, and, and you and Kanye was there every time, yeah. right? He wasn't he, just every behind single time. He was there every single time. It wasn't a Sunday service without okay. Kanye being there, point blank. That NDA is me, so I'm trying Kanye's to. Cool. No, you, you can ask the question. Asked the questions, and you know what I mean. And I can't get another lawsuit. I got a lawsuit oh, this weekend, so I can't get another <laughs> one. But let, let me ask you this, and <laughs> you know what I'm talking about too. But anyways. Where where all did you guys travel to? Um, we traveled to Paris. We traveled to, uh, just did. Uh, they did Tahiti. They did. We did Wyoming, of course. That's where he's living. Um, New York for the opera. Miami for the Super Bowl. Um, Utah, a lot of places. Houston, Houston, Osteen Church. I saw you guys in Calabasas one time. Oh yeah, that's where both of us at the forum. Yeah, yeah. Dope music and like you know the aesthetic of it, the 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 visual production, it was it was it was definitely um a well thought out put together cult. I mean organization. Yeah, it was not. Dope. You know, so <laughs> it was dope. It was dope. But you know, I'm I'm glad that you are able to see it through your lens, and you, that made it okay for you to participate. You know, despite of the scrutiny and. I'm sure the black church was, I don't even know if the black church was upset about this. Was the black church upset about but this? They weren't upset about it for it. Be, they were upset because I believe jealousy they, they, that this man came in and did what they've been trying to do for years in a year. Right. <laughs> so, but I don't think that the, the I don't think that Kanye West and you could piggyback off this. I don't think that he bought anybody closer to church or to the Lord. I think that most of the spectators of Sunday service and Kanye West were exactly that spectators, people who wanted to be a part of the the meltdown or the um the institution, if you will, of the spectacle. I don't think uh, that he has I, I, I think I have to disagree. I, I think I- because music, again, because like my music abundantly, you hear some R&B influences, but there you can still right. 
know or feel God in their music. Like, just because it's Kanye doesn't mean you're not feeling God in the music that we come up with. You have to understand there are people in there that are, that are in the choir that are intercessors, that are praying, that are prayer warriors, that are preachers, that are other musicians. He, Kanye knew that he wasn't like the best Christian. He knew that, but he was excited about right. being a new Christian. So he put people in place that could do the job. He wasn't up there preaching. He would always have right, another right. preacher. Kanye barely spoke at Kanye's uh, to Sunday services. He would just say right. he would be in the choir rocking with us with his kids. And that was the great thing about it that he didn't, you know, he he would get up and say, "Y'all know y'all came to see me, but oh, I'm introducing you to God. Like this is Sunday service." I feel like that's exactly what he said when I seen him in Carol yeah. last. You came to see me, but you. We about to talk like, about God. Like, surprise. No, this ain't what this is. Yeah. And I respected him for it. He put people in place that could do the job. He put Jason White in place because he knew he's been in church a long time. He knew he's a, uh, an awesome musician. He knew he was an awesome choir director. And he knew how to flow in the spirit and a great worship leader. So he knew that Jason would, you know, would help him um, actually prick the hearts of people that that came for another experience but got a different type of experience it was a good show you know it was definitely a good show both times i saw kanye west call you again you you taking a job if he call you again uh, or when he call you again? i don't know if they i mean i don't know if we're going to get called again but i will consider it but i'm definitely definitely not leaving my job again. uh that that's the main thing. I, I'm not leaving my job again. So what I what I do know, what I've always heard about the Kardashians and Kanye West, I've actually had a few experiences with them as well when I was working at. They are extremely nice people, like great, nice, gracious, yeah. Yeah. like generous people. I've always heard that about them. People that I've known who have worked for them or worked with them closely. I've always said nothing but great things about all of them. So, you I, know, I concur. You, I definitely concur. And you definitely did get paid because we're reading a lot in the blogs that, you know, I, I <laughs> some people part of get paid. That's pretty cool, though, man. I'm glad you had a good, positive experience with it. And, you know, everything you said definitely did make sense. Speaking of music, though, what can we expect from you in the future? Are you what projects are you working on? What can you talk about rather? Because you're working on a lot of things. Have, but what can have, you share with us? I don't us? have an NDA on my life, you know, so I can talk about whatever I need to talk about. <laughs> so, um, yeah, I'm coming out with an EP. It's called Soul Sessions, um, with soul with a play on the word soul, dealing with matters of the heart, but with a kind of soul music. Um, that's familiar, that you can vibe to, uh, that kind of music. Um, and the EP is going to explore um, the, the talent. It's, it's not just probably going to be gospel. It's going to be probably um, a great R&B song on there. Um, I have one that I'm working on called Be Around um, that I wanted to release on Valentine's Day, but I'm away. Um, Wait, so you making a 10 p.m.? Playlist song for me, uh, or for the listeners, rather. For the listeners, it's not going. It's I don't believe this is a a, a a ten p.m. song, but it's definitely an ode to um, good R and B. It's definitely a good, an ode to 
um, good R&B. And you releasing this on Valentine's? No, I was going to release another single on Valentine's, but Thunderly okay. is really has taken a life of its own and people are requesting it. And now it's being serviced for mainstream and tertiary radio. Um, so I'm, I'm getting the video. I'm doing it actually editing the video as we speak. Um, oh, wow. So the video should be out. Um, and then we're marketing the candles to try to be out as uh, gifts by Valentine's Day. And the scent will be called Abundant. Um, <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah, wow. it's like a bold um, smell. It's 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 awesome, and it's a luxury candle. So, um, yeah, it's gonna be dope. It's gonna be dope. Oh, you got a lot going on, man. Yeah. So we we're expecting an EP. We're expecting a video, and we're expecting these abundantly candles. Yes. yes. What is the scent that we're going for with these candles? Um, like man? a bold, relaxing kind of um, come home, take a shower, relax. Um, I'm not gonna say smoke a blunt or anything like that. <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, no, nah, uh, church people smoke blunt. Let that church, <laughs> let that church hurt go. That's, <laughs> that's why I said I'm not gonna say it. You know? <laughs> but I know a lot of people that do. Um, you can burn in the candle, and then I, then I did something different. I put instead of using like the the string wick, I put um the actual wood piece in there. So. You can ha- kind of hear the crackle in the in. The- oh wow! So yeah, I I try to do things differently, and then the um the vase or the vase, as I would say, um it can be used for so many different other things, just to throw it away because it's again it's a luxury kind of rose gold um kind of centerpiece. So that's pretty dope, man. That's pretty dope. Is Travis on this EP that you're working on? As a soloist? No, not as a soloist, as a producer. Yeah, Abundantly is going to be on there. <laughs> We're talking about working um, um, on another track, too. So definitely. Travis is definitely on Oh, Oh, okay. Yeah, okay. Our chemistry okay. That's, that's is dope. too good to just have one song. Who, who would you like to work with in the future, though? Like, who's your dream collaboration? Producer, not singer, producer. Um, Warren Campbell. Um, I know Warren Campbell. Yeah, I, I would love to do a track with Warren Campbell, um, Dark Child, um, Fred, you know, Fred Jerkins. Um, yeah, yeah. Um, who else? The heavy hitters, Timberland, Pharrell, Kanye. Uh, we already worked with yeah, Kanye. All, all of them. I would love, I would love to have a track with them. It's pretty so y'all listening to this, y'all, y'all hit hit, hit, hit Devon. me up, Devon Baker. Hit me up. Drop on your social media oh, so they can know where to contact. Y'all can reach me on Twitter, um, Facebook, Instagram, Devon officially. That is D-E-V-O-N-O-F-F-I-C-I-L-L-Y. Devon officially. You can reach me on all Devon officially. Yes. And your information is going to be located in the description box. And before we wrap up, Devon, what do our listeners need to do as soon as possible? Oh, like ASAP, like now. Y'all need to download. We need to support independent artists. Please download. It's only 99 pennies um, per 99 (laughs) 99 pennies, 99 cents abundantly on iTunes, Amazon Music, Google Play. Um, I mean, if you don't prefer to do that, you can always stream it, share it, um, tell everybody about it. Uh, I mean, just tell everybody about it. I'm 
I, I say I, I have faith that you will enjoy the music so much so that if you don't enjoy it, I'll give you your money back um, that you pay for. It. Um, I, I put in a lot of work to, and I was very intentional about the audience that I wanted it to um, impact. And I believe that God um, is glorified in what I did and the work behind it. So I'm sure 100% that you will enjoy it. So again, drop down in the description box, pay 99 cent iTunes, Amazon. It's only a dollar 99 cent and stream it, but we definitely want themselves 99 cent. And again, thank you for tapping in to ASAP, another Sean Island podcast. If you're listening on Apple, make sure you subscribe, five-star rating, write a review, and listeners on every other platform, hit that follow subscribe button. See you guys on the next one. Peace out. Tony Tone, explain the after show. Man, the after show is a new age Siskel and Eber. Also celebrating a new era of television, film, and music. Gas it or pass it. <laughs> I agree, I agree. What the after show to me is a space where people who look like Tony and I can tap into, relive, and discuss those iconic, nostalgic moments in television and film. And just make sure you have fun with us and subscribe and follow us wherever you listen to podcasts. Yes, like on Apple, Spotify, iHeartRadio, Google Podcasts, Pandora, Amazon, everywhere. Check us out. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more and is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app. You can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com. Code PROGRAM. The secret to summer-ready skin is here. Osea's number one best-selling Andaria Algae Body Oil, clinically proven to instantly improve skin elasticity and transform dry skin to silky, soft, and unbelievably glowing. Its signature scent of freshly squeezed grapefruit, cypress, and mango mandarin transports you to sun-kissed summer days. Get healthy, glowing skin for summer with clean, vegan skincare from Osea. Get 10% off your first order site-wide with code GLOW at OseaMalibu.com.